For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. Welcome to Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Join us in a sex-positive awakening adventure to help create a sex-positive world. Become part of a movement and start living a sex-positive lifestyle free of sexual shame and guilt. Adult Bedtime Stories is a Ravenslayer production. Adult Bedtime Stories is a show dedicated to bringing sacredness back to our sexuality and to learn about everything sexual. Allow the beautiful sexy creature within you to emerge. Each week the focus of the show will be on a different sexual topic designed to enlighten you so you develop more fully as a sexual being. This is a sex education that you didn't receive in high school but should have. Imagine for a moment that we could change the world and live a sex-positive lifestyle. In our sex-negative world, the process of socialization teaches us to feel shame and guilt around sex. By adopting a new set of attitudes and values around sex, we can view sex with a new understanding, which is accompanied with positive emotions and the attitude that sex is a sacred act. I am Lady Boy Chi a sex expert, a life coach, and a sacred harlot. My life vision is to create a sex-positive world through adult education and BDSM performance art. Hello and welcome. I am Ladyboy Gigi, and tonight's topic is on sex toys. <laughs> and I have Paul with me. Hello. <laughs> It'd be good to kind of share some ideas on sex toys, fun things you can do. Mm-hmm. One of the things I really enjoy is vibrators and dildos. <laughs> <laughs> I know that for really good sex, to add some whole new dimension in sex, vibrators can really be amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the things I really enjoy is doing full body work with vibrators mm-hmm. and stimulating those erogenous zones and working the whole body. Before we get into some in-depth discussion on each toy, I'd like to talk a little bit about the types of toys that are out there. Mm -hmm. There's things like vibrators, dildos, 
strap-ons, cock rings. There's a variety of different anal toys. Yeah. Anal beads and anal plugs and different dildos that are more designed to stimulate the anus. The prostate gland. Yeah. For prostate stimulation. Mm -hmm. And then there's a whole variety of toys for female penetration. Oh, yeah. And stimulation. Mm -hmm. And some of them date way back. Oh, yeah. Benoit balls vibrate inside Mm -hmm. just from motion. Mm -hmm. In fact, I have a set of anal balls Mm -hmm. that have little vibrating weights in them. Mm -hmm. And those are a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's, of course, a lot of toys to stimulate the penis. Mm Mm-hmm. Which can be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Hands are a type of toy in a way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Within dildos, they come in a whole wide variety of materials. There's oh, yeah. Beautiful blown glass ones mm-hmm. that are safe to use, that are made mm-hmm. specifically for penetration. Mm-hmm. Silicon yeah. toys. Yeah. There's a lot of different silicone toys. There's a lot of different... Uh, rubbers that are safe for you, but you've got to be careful because yeah. there's also some some rubber ones that aren't so safe for you. The ones that are like a little bit sticky, yeah. I know, uh, can degrade over time. Well, one of the problems with the jellies, and mm-hmm. I think they're called jellies, is that they don't always bake them fully. Oh, okay. And so they're, the chemicals inside are still leaching out. Ah, I see. And that can cause contamination. Yeah. And they're also hard to sterilize, from what I remember. Yeah. So I try to avoid those Mm -hmm. as much as possible. If you do use them, put a condom over them. Mm Mm-hmm. And that'll help protect you from any bad chemicals. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And with uh, silicone, uh, don't you have to be careful what you use as lube with Yeah, them. yeah. You do have to be careful with what type of lubes. Yeah. What are lubes that are safe to use with with silicone? silicone? I know that I use the water-based lubes. Okay. And they're okay as long as they're not silicone-based. So silicone-based lube is bad to use with silicone toys? Yeah, Mm-hmm. chemically reacts to it. Okay. So you don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Penetrative sex, mm-hmm. or not all, but, I mean, fisting would be the one exception. Mm-hmm. You pretty much want to stay with water-based lubes anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's just a good idea, too. Mm-hmm. seen wooden dildos. Yeah, and, and those are those go back a long, long oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's... Let's stone. See. There's some stone yeah, ones. Polished stone. Polished stone. And then there's different plastics and mm-hmm. lucites, mm-hmm. which can be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In fact, I have a body cavity view- viewer mm-hmm. that you can insert and see inside body cavities. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a lens on the end so that it, mm-hmm. you see everything inside, <laughs> which can be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. 
What are some of the things you've done with toys? I've used toys on myself a little bit. I've I've mostly used toys on on partners. I've uh, used them to stimulate the various different erogenous zones while I play with other erogenous zones. I've used it them as a like you know sexual teasing and torture where you 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 know use a vibrator and you wait until it, you can tell that it feels really good and they want more and then you pull it away and refuse to keep going until they they beg for more and then go back and keep doing that i know that in temple i've enjoyed watching people play with toys and all manner of ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's been really fun. And there's a couple of other toys. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, electronic toys can be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Things like Tinge Unit. Oh, yeah. And the Violet Wand, mm-hmm. which is basically a Tesla coil. It produces a mm-hmm. static electrical mm-hmm. mild shock. Well, yeah. you can, it's got controls where you can make it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tingly mm-hmm. sensations all the way up to <laughs> shocking. <laughs> yeah. But at lower settings, it can be very stimulating. <laughs> yeah, and erotic. And then the TENS unit can be pretty amazing. Oh, I, I know. I know. <laughs> I know full well. With the TENS unit, it feels like there's millions of little bitty microscopic fingers mm-hmm. stimulating you from the inside out. <laughs> yeah. And that can be pretty pleasurable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know there's a lot of myths about toys that somehow if you do play with toys, it desensitizes you to the real thing. Yeah, which, which I think that's largely over over dramatized. I, I don't think that's always so true. Yeah. And I think it's partly... It, how often you use them. Mm-hmm. If you're using them all the time, then mm-hmm. especially the vibrators, yeah, it can be condition your body to the point where it's it's hard for someone to to do that. Well, people can't do that. But if you get take a break from the vibrators mm-hmm. for a while, then your body readjusts. Mm-hmm. Now, one toy I've enjoyed, mm-hmm. especially going out in public or even to out dancing or swimming or mm-hmm. any number of activities, is the vibrating anal beads. Ah, uh, yeah. Because every movement just mm-hmm. is stimulating your body. <laughs> and I really enjoy doing the. I used to go dancing with the men mm-hmm. and dance my way to orgasm after <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> and that can be pretty amazing. And I know, you know, on that note, that one of the things they have are um, vibrators that have re- remote controls so that you can give someone the remote to it and go out in public with them and give them a little buzz whenever you want to see them squirm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So toys can be used in a whole variety of ways, and it can be a lot of fun and just 
seeing your partner sitting across the table and then turning up the dial a little bit mm-hmm. and watching mm-hmm. their face light up. <laughs> Wait until they're ordering food or something. <laughs> See them have to bite their tongue while they talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they can be so fun. Well, what's one of your favorite toys? I'm a I'm a big fan of the Hitachi wand. It's a great vibrator, and every time I've used one with a partner, they've they've really enjoyed it. I hear it praised pretty highly by pretty much any, anyone who's ever used one. Yeah, and there's some sex toys that we haven't touched on. There's uh oh, I forget the name of it. It's uh basically a dildo mounted with on a motor that has different settings oh so it can twist it can go up huh. and down it can vibrate I... and do the symbian oh yeah yeah the symbian yeah yeah and that's pretty mm-hmm. it, that's an intense toy <laughs> yeah that that definitely is i i feel sad because i've Never gotten to see one used, but I'd I'd really love to see some. Oh, I've on. been on one before, <laughs> <laughs> well, more than once, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was amazing mm-hmm. how much stimulation they can give, <laughs> yeah. and a variety of stimulations. Mm-hmm. And sex toys, kind of, for some people, it's like they aren't sure about it. Mm-hmm. I know when I first kind of got into sex toys as a little hesitant at first mm-hmm. and I thought you know this is this is take something away from sex yeah but then I discovered oh it adds to sex it's mm-hmm. just another part of the diverse spectrum of experiences that we can have oh yeah and I find that toy using toys and having them used on you mm-hmm can be a lot of fun. Oh, and yeah. use, you know, I like to use them when I masturbate sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then there's other times when I like to have my partner use them on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and by not knowing what's coming next, mm-hmm. using a blindfold, that yeah. can be pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. So I, I think that um, sometimes, like, something that people have a problem with is that they kind of feel like if they have to use toys with a partner, that somehow they're doing something wrong, that they think that they're doing something wrong, that if they have to use toys, that they're not good enough. And I don't think that's the case. I I think that, you know, being able to be versatile and being able to use toys increases your ability to to have sex. I I think it makes you a better lover to be able to use toys, not not a worse one. Well, why don't we take a little break? And I'd like to talk about our website a little bit, mm-hmm. and also about Patreon. And I hope you get a lot out of this show. And if you do. Would like to invite you to come and help support the show. Join us at Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash ladyboygg. 
And we would really welcome your support and even your comments there. Mm-hmm. And if you want to contact us, if you have suggestions for this show, feel free to email me. The email address is admin at ravenslayerleather.com. And our website is ravenslayerleather. I mean, ravenslayerleather.com. Any other thoughts on our little PR moment? (laughs) While you're at ravenslayerleather.com, you should check out there's a variety of different training courses are offered there. Well, there I've got a whole host of video training programs, yeah. but also included in those are downloadable materials. Yeah. On one training program, I've got a, a guided erotic meditation mm-hmm. in an MP3 file, mm-hmm. so you can get into a meditative erotic meditation and drift away into just pure erotica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then I've got some on morning affirmations, mm-hmm. sex-positive morning affirmations mm-hmm. that you can listen to as you raise mm-hmm. erotic energy. <laughs> so yeah. there's a lot of, and there's worksheets and mm-hmm. exercises to work on with your partner or even solo mm-hmm. that you can really start developing a higher level of sexual expression and sexual play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they really are a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> There's a few free courses even, isn't oh, that yeah. correct? Yeah. There's some free ones and most of them I keep at $10, but there's mm-hmm. my brand new one. It's... Mm-hmm extensive training program yeah. on sex-positive living. Mm-hmm. And it's got everything from everything from body image healing to meditations to breaking taboos to mm-hmm. learning tantric techniques, or at least are based on tantric techniques. Mm-hmm. There's breathing exercises and exercising your sex muscles and... Mm-hmm. Developing your sexual body more completely. Because mm-hmm. we never get training in this kind of thing. Yeah. That, and it's a real shame. Yeah. So if you're interested, check out some of the video training programs at ravenslayerleather.com. And so back to toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'd like to hear a little bit more detail about your experience with toys. Okay. Um, Tell me about a really hot experience you've had. <laughs> okay. So um, one of my, my friends, uh, Hitachi's, and we also had a few, like, household things. We had, you know, something that I used as a blindfold and a feather and some ice and a dull knife that I used doing a little bit of uh, knife play, but we didn't do any cutting or anything like that. So I blindfolded them and I left them in the room for a few minutes by themselves. 
I waited about 10 minutes to kind of let the anticipation build. And it's really hot when you don't know what's coming. And then I crept into the room and I brought all of the toys with me and the gear that I had. And I very like softly started caressing her body and what parts of her body? Um, I started <laughs> Where'd off... Where'd you start? <laughs> okay, I started off with the neck, and I used my hand, and I also used the feather, and I went along her neck, and with my hand, I went along her arm and down, down her hand, and with the feather, I went down her back and kind of lingered at the small of her back and as I got to her ha hand with my hand I started sucking her fingers and I then changed the feather out for the dagger and I used it to move along her her butt and kind of poke it here and there. She made a lot of really cute like noises, but I knew that she was really enjoying it. And then I used the the dagger on down her her thighs and then I changed the dagger out for the feather again. And I used the feather on her nipples. And I moved my other hand down her, her thighs and up her thighs. And yeah, I, I got really close to her pussy and I breathed hot air into into her and let her know that I was really close but I didn't touch her yet and then I turned on the vibrator and I used it on her nipples and then I kind of started nibbling at her thighs while I was using the vibrator on her nipples. And I used the hand that still had the feather in it on to, to tickle her butt. Then I used the vibrator along her perineum, got her really, really excited, and then I gave her pussy one little lick, but I didn't keep going, and then I went back to using the vibrator on 
her nipples again. Okay. Uh, and then I went back to using the vibrator on her nipples again. And I waited until she was really, really begging for it. And then that's when I used the the vibrator uh, like around the outside of her vagina at first and slowly getting closer in and in and in and right before I got all the way right on the middle of it that's when I grabbed the ice cube and I put it on her vagina and she damn near jumped out of her skin uh, it was it was so good and later she would tell me that she loved it but she absolutely hated it it was it was hilarious but then you know as a reward for for being a good girl i used the the vibrator on her and i ate her out and I fingered her ass and we had a really good night. Ah, good. Sounds like it. <laughs> and I think it's important, especially, if, well, I like it. I think everybody's kind of wired this way, but mm -hmm. when you go straight for the genitals, mm -hmm. it's it's good, especially if you're in a hurry. And But when you really want to crank it up, you want to start slowly and work your way in, mm -hmm. doing those tantric circles around the hot spots. Yeah. <laughs> and there is something to be said about building that anticipation and bringing a person to this kind of frenzy of really wanting it really bad mm -hmm. <laughs> and then giving it to them. Mm -hmm. It can be so amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so part of playing with toys is not just the toys, but how you play with them mm -hmm. and how you use them. And I know that sometimes you can just really take someone to great heights. I remember I was playing with one woman, and she had never had a squirting orgasm before. Mm-hmm. And so I was using these techniques of just that teasing kind of play, building closer and closer. And I could tell she was getting very wet and very turned on by it. Mm -hmm. And I could hear it in her voice. I could see it in her body language. And she was like really begging for it by the time I was done. Uh, building up the anticipation. And so I gave her just a little tease with the vibrator, just right up on the pubic bone. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just stimulating above the pubic bone with the vibrator, it sends vibrations all the way down and through. And then removing it, and working other parts of her body, and I can just see her longing mm. build so to such heights. Mm -hmm. And then finally, caressing the outer vulva, the outer 
I mean, the outer labia mm-hmm. with the vibrator and then slowly working in to the inner labia. And then finally, a little play on the clitoral ridge and then down and into the G-spot mm-hmm. inside the vagina. Mm-hmm. Real teasingly, just for a few moments and then pull it out and go, didn't that feel good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you like it? Do you want more? <laughs> and talking, there is a good art of talking during sex mm-hmm. to make it even hotter. I like to use as many senses as I can because we all have a different sense that really turns us on. Mm-hmm. For some of us, it's visual. Some of it's auditory. Some of it's, it's tactile kinesthetic. Mm-hmm. And so the more you can tap into each of these areas, the mm-hmm. uh, more a person's going to really respond to sexual energy. <laughs> yeah. But any thoughts? I, one thing I wanted to say um, that's pretty important with any kind of sex is communication with your partner. Find out, especially if you feel, if you haven't really used toys a lot, talk to your partner and find out what they like. If they've used sex toys on themselves, like ask them, you know, what they do, what they they enjoy ask them to masturbate with a dildo or a vibrator so that you can see what it is that they like you don't have to go at it blind oh yeah and i think it's a great exercise to not only watch them masturbate but also to put on a masturbation show for your partner mm-hmm. <laughs> can teach each other a lot and learn from each other a lot of information on how mm-hmm. each person likes to be stimulated and show how you like to be stimulated. Because mm-hmm. we're all a little different. I've been with many different partners, both male and female, and we're all wired a little differently. Mm-hmm. So by seeing how another person plays with themselves makes you a better sex partner because you're learning and giving them something that's going to take them that much deeper into ecstasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess one thing I'd like to say is that I think it is important to play with toys safely mm-hmm. and especially when it comes to sex toys, you want to get quality sex toys. It's mm-hmm. really worth the money. If you get the cheap ones, they're not going to be as good. Yeah. And and you, it's not just the price, but you want to go to a, a shop that's got a good rating mm-hmm. that people have used and found really good. They carry really good merchandise. Yeah, and... I know a lot of people feel embarrassed when they go into a sex shop, um, so they might avoid 
talking with oh, the many of them there. have online shopping now <laughs> yeah but i i would say it is good to go to a brick and mortar shop and that it you should talk with the per- person who works there and if they seem not knowledgeable you can you should ask them lots of questions about the toys that you're gonna buy and what they suggest and you know why one toy is better than another one because if they really seem like they know what they're talking about and they help you then you're more likely to get a a quality toy yeah back to uh, the safety issues for mm-hmm. any toy you want to clean it good before and after use mm-hmm. i've seen where people can, didn't take good care of their toys mm-hmm. and that's just <laughs> yeah it's kind of like i always expect my partners to take care of their bodies too and mm-hmm. wash and be clean and now some people are into messy sex and messy sex can be good but it doesn't have to be filthy if you know what i mean <laughs> yeah um so what are some of the ways that you can clean your toys uh soap and water mm-hmm. now some toys like i have a stainless steel dildo mm-hmm. and even the silicon toys can be boiled yeah but stainless steel can definitely be boiled. Mm-hmm. The some of the lucite toys you can wash with soapy water mm-hmm. and clean them really well. Mm-hmm. And you can even do a ten percent bleach solution on those. Okay. Ten percent bleach with ninety percent water. Mm-hmm. You don't want to use straight bleach. Yeah. Because that won't kill anything bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it takes the water combined with the bleach for it to be effective in sanitizing. Hmm. If you just use straight bleach, it does nothing. It's like pouring just straight water on it. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. In fact, even hospitals use a 10% bleach solution for sanitizing. Okay. So, hmm. On anal toys, you want to get toys that are designed for anal play. Yeah. You don't want something that could slip in and... Yeah, you should play with toys with a flared base. Yeah, and especially with the anal toys thing, uh, try to remind people is that what goes in will come out eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to get stuck. <laughs> Unless you're doing something really crazy like... And I've heard of things getting in that had to be removed medically mm-hmm. because it was kind of ridiculous sizes. Yeah. <laughs> and they got lost inside. Yeah. So it's a good rule of thumb to use dildos with the big base mm-hmm. so it can't slip in. Mm-hmm. The yeah. other safety tip is never use anal toys toys that you've played with anally straight into the vagina. Oh, yeah. Because you don't... Things that are healthy for the anus mm. are bad for the vaginal area. Oh, yeah. That that sounds like a way to get an infection for sure. Oh, yeah. And you also want to be careful, especially if a woman's on her hands and legs, doggy style, uh-huh. 
to put some kind of padding to absorb any lube so it doesn't drip mm-hmm. down from the anus into oh, okay. the vagina. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So you do want to pat it if, mm-hmm. if she's in a position where it could drip down. Mm-hmm. That's about all the safety I can think of right offhand. I mean, depending on the toy, and most of them come with some mm-hmm. instructions and safety tips and techniques. Mm-hmm. It, when you're letting other people use sex toys or you're using other people's sex toys, always cover them with a condom. Mm-hmm. A barrier. Mm-hmm. Some you can't cover with a condom, so you can use plastic wrap. Mm. non-porous plastic wrap. Mm-hmm. So I think that pretty much covers all that I had on toys. Do you have any other nope. thoughts? No, uh, I don't. Okay. I think it's time for our question of the week. <laughs> okay, so this week we had a listener ask, Dear Lady Boy Gigi, thank you for making this show. I feel like it has helped me a lot. I have a pretty bad self-image problem, and I'm having a hard time with the fact that I'm still a virgin. It seems that I slip into a vicious cycle where I feel self-conscious, which makes it hard to approach women. And then when I either chicken out or embarrass myself in front of them, it makes it that much, it just makes me that much more self-conscious. Hmm. I think, first of all, I would highly recommend that you either listen to the show or get the body image healing training program. Mm -hmm. But even if you just listen to the show, I think that would help you, that we did in the past on body image healing, it would help you build up some self-confidence and help you realize that you have something to offer. The other thing I would do is also start practicing morning affirmations and start making some sex-positive statements about yourself that I am a sexy being and I am worthy of having a good sexual life. Any type of affirmation that reaffirms that I am a sexy person can help a lot in building that self-confidence. One of the things I learned long ago is that we are, we become what we tell ourselves. And if we tell ourselves, oh, I'm not very experienced in this area, I fumble, I make it, I embarrass myself, then you will start doing that more and more. So I think it's a good idea to start making this self affirming statements each morning to boost up and what we tell ourselves does become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. Another area that I went through, because I was, when I came out of high school, I was like dyslexic, ADHD, (laughs) and I came out with a very low self-esteem, and I definitely lacked in self-confidence. 
And one of the things I discovered through a long process was that before I could really love other people, I had to be able to love myself first and foremost. And so each morning I would wake up as I brush my after I brush my teeth, I'd say, look in the mirror, look into my own eyes and say, Gigi, I love you. And at first it felt kind of silly doing that, but it really made a huge difference in my life. Just that one statement, I love you. Telling yourself, and far too often, our own mind talk is so negative. And one of the things I did was I turned all that around. I started checking out my mind talk, the things I was telling myself, and going, questioning, is it true? Where did this come from? And by changing our mind talk over time, it helps us build a stronger self-confidence. Any thoughts, Paul? Yeah, um, this was something I also experienced a lot when I was younger. And it's, it is difficult to get through. But, you know, on top of doing all of the things that Gigi mentioned to change your, you know, change how you think about yourself and start being better to yourself. Another thing that I found was a problem after, after, you know, time went by and I could look back on, on my life more clearly, I realized that I definitely came off as desperate. And I know that I probably would have had more success with people that I was attracted to if I had not been exuding that that desperation. And it is a, a difficult thing to, to kind of train yourself not to do, but you really should look at the vibes that you're giving out and see what might make people feel a little bit hesitant. And also, you know, don't make this just another thing to beat yourself up over because everyone has problems. It's just good to be self-aware. And I'd like to touch on one thing you mentioned, that feeling of desperation. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is easily fixed in the sense that start making love to yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't just masturbate and look at porn, if that's what you do, but really take some time and love yourself mm -hmm. as you masturbate. Make, take yourself out on a date. Mm -hmm. And I say this for a couple of reasons. Number one, if you take yourself out on a date, you're getting a practice run with yourself. Mm -hmm. And you're making what is something that's unknown into a more known. Mm -hmm. And I think the second reason I, I mentioned this is that when you take yourself on a date, it kind of sets a whole new tone in your own mind. 
pamper yourself. Take good care of yourself. Take yourself on a date as if you were taking another person on a date. Mm -hmm. Do all the things you do for that other person for yourself. Yeah. And by going through that experience, it may sound kind of corny at first, Mm -hmm. but it really can make a big change in your life. Yeah. And if if you... And that will help ease some of that desperate feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, going back to another thing you mentioned is... You know, really focus in and, like, learn to make love to yourself and get completely into it. And one of the things you'll find is that will help you be a better lover when you do find a partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we would love to hear from more people what Mm -hmm. questions do you have for us Mm -hmm. and you can email them to me if or leave them on the apple website Mm -hmm. i mean itunes yeah in the comments or you can email at admin at ravensletterleather.com and on that note that brings us to the end of this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Have wonderful nocturnal emissions. Enjoy those pleasures. Have a good night. Good night, guys. I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier. So explore everything sexual. For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. 
It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got great- 